Good evening, chat room. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dan Potts. I'm with Lee Judges, and I've invited Guna Russ on tonight to discuss last night's game. And let's be honest, probably the majority of this season, seeing as a majority of us believe it is now over. Absolute shambolic last night. A lot to discuss, a lot to be disappointed about. There's been a lot of ranting and raving, a lot of people on Twitter losing their heads, and a lot of the Arteta ins gone very, very quiet all of a sudden again. Um... We're going to use this a little bit of therapy. I'm not going to be all professional and start asking questions and start being all intelligent and articulate tonight. I'm just going to go for a bit of therapy between the three of us because I think we need it and I think we deserve it as a fan base. I'm going to start with Russ, then I'm going to come to Lee and then I'll have my say. Uh, Russ, last night's performance um, was a shambles, but actually, um, for me, the damage was probably already done uh, in the Palace, Brighton and Southampton games. That All three, we were there together. I think when you look at the season as a whole, we've had lots of bumps in the road, as people like to call it. Too many bumps in the road, as far as I'm concerned, mate. We have a few wins, then we have a few losses, and it continues. 13 losses this season, 10, I believe, away from home. We only played 19 away games, and we've lost 10 of them. It's been a shambles, mate, in my opinion. A lot of people are saying it's a good season still because we're back into Europe, but we sacked Unai Emery and Arsene Wenger for coming fifth. <clears throat> this guy gets a new contract. Where is it all going wrong, and what are your thoughts after last? night Russ well from from the get-go the the players just look like rabbits in headlights the manager had the same body body language when he walked into the stadium as he did against Spurs worried looking tense nervous that sort of stuff transmits itself to the players um, just didn't get didn't get a foot into the game didn't didn't make a tackle didn't we just didn't impress ourselves onto onto them one iota it was I was just jumping up and down on my sofa going absolutely mental because this is a big prize up for grabs here and we've we've just bottled it big time we've just completely and utterly bottled it words failed me at 45 minutes with just corners raining in there was no way of getting out of their press it was just same thing over and over again El Nenio had been so good in previous games just couldn't get his foot on the ball they they really done a job on him they surrounded him they he couldn't he couldn't find a way through I don't know what the players were told around him. The movement was shocking. There was no movement off the ball. It was just an absolute shit show. It was unbelievably bad. It's one of the worst performances. One of my mates actually said it's probably as bad as the 8-2 at Manchester United a few years ago. It was it was poor. Poor in every aspect of the game. The defending was poor. The pressing was poor. The decision-making when we did manage to make a counter-attack was poor. The whole thing was just a complete and utter shambles. And I know we'll probably get on to this uh, later on in the piece, but what Granite Shaka said after the game just blew my mind, to be honest with you. Um... Well, let's talk about that. What's your thoughts on that coming out there? Because for me, this is a player that has been a disgrace in the last few years, in my opinion, and shouldn't be anywhere near wearing the shirt. He's come out, he's thrown the armband on the floor and told us all to fuck off. And he's now coming out saying that we don't listen to the manager. The players aren't good enough. They're not listening to him and um, they need to grow some balls. They don't deserve to be out there. Oh, what a madness. What did you make of it? Well, it's, it's a bit rich, really, ain't it, coming from him? Let's be honest. Mr. Personality, Mr. 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 Heart on Sleeve, Xhaka. I was fuming when I heard that after the game. He's actually thrown all his fellow professionals under the bus there. Absolute shocker. A man who shouldn't even be playing for this club anymore, in my opinion. I don't like the man. I just don't like him. He's played well this season, but I just don't like him. I don't like him as a man. I don't like him as an Arsenal player. And it's no coincidence, is it, that we have failed to be in the Champions League 
all through his stay at this club. He is part <laughs> of the problem. He is not the solution to the problem. He is not good enough to play for this club. He's, he's probably one of our better players last night, and that just shows you the state that we are actually in. That shows you the state that we're actually in. And I, I've been quite consistent. I've been on these things with you and Lee. I've been on the Highbury squad, and I've said the same thing over and over again, that I didn't think this team had enough good players in its playing staff to be a threat to the top four. It's only because all the other clubs have made such a bollock of it that, that, that we're in the position we're in. They've all fucked up. They've all made their own mistakes. And uh, that's the reason why we're there. 13 losses and we're still only one, one point away from fourth. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, just, it's just a madness. And it's not, no improvement. 13 losses this year. 13 losses last year. How can anyone be made up with those sort of statistics? We're scoring an average of 1.5 goals per game against 1.25 goals against... That is not sustainable in the Premier League to be a top side. I'm sorry, you've got to be scoring 2.5 plus goals and you've got to be letting in 1.1 goals. You, you can't be letting in that many goals. It's, it's, it's just too many. We, we've gone from a 10-goal lead over Spurs about eight games ago to an 11-goal swing the other way. We've shipped goals left, right and centre. Uh, and when I see defenders... Gabriel and and uh, White, oh, it might be mitigating circumstances. They might have been carrying knocks, etc. And we'll get to the paucity of the squad later on, I'm sure. But when you see those two players up against Callum Wilson, who's another sick note, not letting the ball bounce, and then Wilson, who's about two foot shorter than them, winning the ball with two of them on him, when they're letting the ball bounce, I'm jumping up and down again. I can't believe some of the basic errors this team makes. Surely they must be getting coached in basic. That's basic stuff that you teach 14-year-olds. Surely you don't let the ball bounce anywhere on the pitch. You attack it. Surely as a professional footballer, it's so poor. It, it makes my blood boil. And it, if it's true that what, what Jack has said, that those players were told to play a certain style and they didn't do it, that doesn't bode well for the future, does it? If that's come at this important time when we're pushing for the Golden, the golden prize of Champions League, which gives us a lot of money and attraction to get lots of better players in. Perhaps they don't want better players coming in because their places will be under threat. That's that's the only reason I could see why we dropped, why we dropped our level last night to that to that awful three out of four out of ten all across the pitch. It was woeful, absolutely woeful. Hundred percent. Big up troops in the chat. Fair play to your troops. I think along with uh, myself and a few others, you've been fairly consistent on Arteta, and um, and I think that it's uh, coming to a can stage I, now where I think we've one, uh, one well. sec. Russ, gone in, gone in quickly, 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 gone. On my mind. When the club announced that they were giving him a, a, a new three-year deal, listen, I don't hate the man. I don't hate him. I don't detest him. He's been put in the job and, and they've made their bed. They lie in it, the Cronkies, right? But to mm. give it to, to make that announce announcement two days before the Tottenham game, I just think that was incredibly arrogant of the of the Cronkies to do that before we I agree. Before we'd even qualified for anything, right? We all right, we know we qualified for the Europa League, but is that what they're happy with? Are they happy that we qualified for the Europa League and 
I think that sent out a message to those players. Oh, the Cronkies are happy. I think everything's fine and dandy. He's under no pressure. Oh, perhaps we don't have to try quite as hard now. And don't tell me players don't think like that because they bloody do. They need to kick up the arse all the time because that's what they're like. Leah tell you about players. Some of them will need a kick up the arse. Some of them will need an arm around the shoulder. All that old cliche. But it's true. And when that came out, he's got a new contact and he's swanning about contract. He's swanning about, and he's, you know, I'm Jack the, I'm Jack the Biscuit now because I've got a new three-year contract. <sighs> no, I just, no, that was, that was an awful decision for me. That just, that was just a wind-up. That was like sticking, sticking to the hornet's nest for me. I, I, it was unnecessary. And there was, a, there would only be one reason why I would retract that would be if, Manchester City were to sack Guardiola and then they were to come in for Arteta, which is very unlikely. But if they were to do that, we would earn a big dollar off it because he's, un he's under contract. So maybe if a big club was sniffing around him, then I would say, yep, fair enough. That's good business to do that. But to do what they did before those games, those important games, I thought it was rank out of order. Um, I don't think there's going to be any big clubs coming near him, Russ. I think we're safe from that. Um, I yeah. totally agree with you. I think it was a shocking decision. And for him to come out in an interview and say that he actually got given the contract after three losses, the loss to Southampton, Brighton and Palace, is just an absolute shambles and shows the lack of ambition from the ownership top to bottom at this club, accepting mediocrity. And I have to blame the fan base as a part of that as well. Not all of us, but there are a section of us that are happy this season. They think this is a great season. They're back in Europe. This is great. We've come fifth with Unai Emery and Arsene Wenger and sacked them. We've come fifth with this guy who's come eighth twice, by the way, previously, and we're giving him a new contract. It just sets, sets absolute madness to me indeed. Judges, I want to let you have your say, man. I'm not even going to ask you any questions. I just want to know what your thoughts are, how you're feeling right now, bro. Shocks. Absolutely shocked with what I've seen over the last four days. Disgusted. Um, I, I, I've, I've seen a manager now that I know probably ain't uh, Russ Russ said it in a comment when we were talking the other day. We need a we need a, a world class proper manager. I've seen it over the last few days. I tell you this now: a fan base, right? Yeah, telling people like yourself, Dan, and other people get your old, um um what do they call it? You know, um, humble I'm pie right. in the back. Where are they now? Where are they turning around and saying, "Do you know what? I, I I'll have the humble. I'll I'll take your humble pie out the freezer and put it in my oven." Where are they? No, nowhere to be seen like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm fed up with it. I'll tell you this now. And I'll tell you this. Any fan that comes up to me and says, oh, I've been happy with the players. I've brought back to the players and that. Every single one of them let me down at White Hart Lane. I had to endure the shit of a 3-0 defeat. By the way, and when was the last time we got pumped by Tottenham Hotspur? Can anybody tell you when was the last time we got pumped by Tottenham Hotspur? The 5 0 you spoke about years ago. 5 0 when George Wood was in goal, right? Along yeah. comes Arteta, and we've got now, we've got it, we've got it again. We've got it again for the first time in I don't know how many years, right? Of all the times we've played Tottenham Hotspur, right? We've, uh, as when they've been, I, I'm going to say it now, when they've been a better side or it's been certainly close and all that, we've gone there and when we've pumped them 4 2, 5 2, 3 1, bing, bing. Every single time. When we've gone to White Hart Lane, it's been 2-1, two, 2-0, two, 2-2. Two, two. They might have nicked it 1-0 or 2-1. 3-0 was the last time. Don't worry about a League Cup tie when we've got like half a team out and all that. Like You know what I mean? That's a completely different thing. I'm talking properly in a league game, a Premier League game or a, or a league game. Never happened. Not 
once it's happened in my lifetime. He comes into the job and it happens again, right? And and that and the fact that of, the, of it all, what really need, we only needed a draw, and I and, and they highlighted it on 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 because uh, they, they that's what they want to do. They highlight it on um, uh, Monday Night Football. Cedric bombing on, leaving holding one on one with Song when we don't need to win the game, right? But then you get people going on about, all oh, right. Oh, it's me, you know, we had to go for the game and everything like that. Right, okay. Right. I've listened to my friends, a lot of my friends, give Mikel a chance. This is this, this is that. And I've gone down that route, Dan. You know that. I've gone down that. I've, yep. I've stuck on the fence. I've wanted to support this manager and I'm uh, uh, and, and that. So I've now gone into the things now of for Thursday night, the humiliation of that. I said, and I said, right. There's no way this team's not going to perform at Newcastle. It's going to go there and put in a performance. And I'll tell you this now, I expected us to put in a performance where we was going to go and smash them, right? Whimper. There was nothing there. I see a team of Newcastle United footballers want it more than Arsenal footballers. And I don't want no excuses about that. That was a fact. From minute one to the end of the game, they done us. Now, I'm not saying at this moment in time, I want him sacked and whatever. I am saying, putting points out there now. At this moment in time, for these Mikel lovers that keep sticking up for him, come back at me at this. Because I'm not I'm not convinced either way at this moment in time. But what I'm seeing, I see us go to Newcastle, a game that we've got to win, and get outplayed, outfought, outbattled, outtacticked, by Newcastle United. I see after 10 minutes, Eddie Howe had sussed out we was going to play, right? Sussed out we was going to play. Right, that's, that's fair enough. Change it. Change it around. Nothing. I see us on the line, on, on, on the line. Because when you're at games, don't forget another thing. So I'll take a little bit of judgment on this. When you're at games, you don't see this. But I was actually watching the game yesterday on TV. I see them and Mikel scratching their head all on the line, don't know what they're doing, like writing bits of paper down and everything like that, looking at each other, looking at a, 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 a ball. They did not know how to combat that. Now, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. I, 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 I'm, I'm, and, and I'm going to get this and I'm going to go on the other side of it now. Let's go on the other side of it. Whether you agree with it or not, Mikel Arteta as challenge for the top four with a strike force of four players under 22 or under. That is never going to get you anywhere, guys. Never going to get you a too inexperienced. It showed in the last couple of games that they've just not got the experience for it. The two experienced players, Mikel's chose not to use. It, it, you know, and it's a situation that he has chose. He has chose that. Now, in January, you can go on to that light. You know, I think someone said it today. We had an opportunity to get into top four and we chose not to do it. Now, I, I, I get I get a lot of the... I, I do get that he's had to get rid of players and things like that to get in and that. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with what he's saying there. I do. I, I believe that he's done the right thing in that light, you know. And now we get this mentality. 
Oh, well, I'll take them fifth at the beginning of the season, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, <laughs> I'll take that, like, you know what I mean? Right. But when you're given an opportunity, you have to take it. Now, I look at it and I say to myself, George Graham in 1989, 16 to 1, right? to win the league that season, not given a chance to win the league, right? But when we went up to Anfield, did we turn around and go, oh, it's all right, we was expected to come third or fourth this season, or are we <laughs> going to go and give it a go? Or are we going to go and give it a go, right? And they went and give it a go. When I see the game yesterday, I did not see no passion from anybody on that football pitch. I give Newcastle the credit they deserve, that everything that they've done, Fair play to them. The atmosphere, the way they went about it, congratulations. Well done, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, that was it, like, you know. But they wanted it more than us. I then, right, think to myself, right, okay, what, what's going to come out? Granite Shanker coming out and saying what he's saying yesterday. I don't think we can come back from this, guys. I really don't, because as poor as those two performances were, right, one, one, it when the Tottenham fans were having a go at us, Banter light, I called it, because they knew that the Newcastle game was 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 uh, in the horizon. So they didn't want to make themselves some, like muggy like they always do. Like so, they kept their powder dry until yesterday. Now they're coming at us like tenfold, like you know what I mean. Tottenham Hotspur coming at us, and we have to we have to take it, like you know what I mean. Like and 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 that is fair enough. Ultimately, we've just gone. Our hey, Tottenham Hotspur, you have it, you have it, right? And I and I say this now. I don't care what anybody says about three defeats at the beginning of the season. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, we look. Someone turned around and said, oh, what do you expect? We lost the games at, at, uh, at Southampton. That We also turned it around at Man United. So I don't care what's gone on and all that. Like Four points with three games left. If you can't now top four from there, what does that bode in the future? That's my big problem now with what's going on. What happens next season when we're only a point behind it or five points when we've got to go on this sort of a run and all that like I look at it and I and I honestly believe you look at the performances when we've gone to clubs all the top clubs folded 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 the only one we didn't fold at was Liverpool in the cup right and Chelsea away because Chelsea didn't have their partisan fans in there, like you know what I mean. It was like, to be honest, it was the worst atmosphere from a Chelsea end when it come on. There, there was empty seats everywhere, like you know. So when it really mattered, it really mattered, like you know. I look at it right, and I'm going to be really honest about it. Are Spurs better than us? Not really. I don't think there's a lot in it. But I, what I see was when they went to Anfield. Bloody game, game plan, how to get something out of the game. I have not seen that game plan in the last two games of these games. I, I don't know what was the game plan. What was our what was the um what was our game plan to get two points from two games? Because that's all we had to do. We had to draw those two games. Where was it? I see an absolute proper proper game plan from Tottenham against Liverpool. Like, whether it works or it didn't, it don't matter. There was a game plan. They rattled them. I didn't see us rattle Newcastle. I didn't see us rattle Tottenham in, in a game like, you know. So I look at that and there's big, big worries. Two games after, Granite Xhaka now coming out and saying what he's saying. He's come out and said everything like, you know, what that. And I think to myself, why has he come out and said that? 
Why have you come out and say, just turn around and say, we weren't up for it today, like, you know, you blame yourself, you blame the players, and you say, right, we you know, I, why come out with that? I, I honestly think now we're in a situation, we're in a situation now where we're, we're, where we are with Euro Emery, like, where a couple of losses going into the next season, this is going to go all... I, I, I don't see how he can re revive himself back. Because I tell you what, guys, if he wins his first six games and then... He loses a couple of games. Everybody's going to turn around and say, like, you know, um, he's going to turn around and say, um, oh, well, it's, we're going on the next season. We've lost a couple of games and all that, like, you know what I mean? And I don't care what anybody says about Spurs at the end of the day. They ain't that much better than us, right? They've got two world-class players in their team. Other than that, they've got nothing else, like, and a world-class manager. They have got that. You know what I mean? But don't forget this mighty Tottenham Hotspur with this massive club and everything they're saying are at Middlesbrough away. You know what I mean? Like laughing stock. You know what I mean? Like Burnley away, laughing stock. Like, do you know what I mean? Like uh, Conte and all that. Like, you know what I mean? But but when it's mattered, he's got them right and he's got them prepared. There's not a lot between the two sides. But ultimately, they've got a manager that I think. When it mattered in the big games, when in the big, in the big games they had game plans and we didn't. We were clueless yesterday, guys. And I'll tell you what, like, I am hurting, hurting bad because it was bad enough being let down at Tottenham. But then to back that up, back that up with a performance like that against uh, Newcastle was that. And I can see that now. All the Spurs fans and all that can say, oh, we're better than you and all that, or whatever, or ever and ever. It didn't matter how bloody good they were. It was in our own hands and we threw it away. We threw it away with a lackluster performance. I'm going to tell you this now. I'll tell you why Spurs are probably better than us at the end of the day. Because if they went to, if they was to go to Newcastle, they would have got a result. They would have got a result because there would have been a plan and it would have been sorted out. And that is my big problem with Arsenal at this moment in the time. There really is not a plan going forward. 100%. Um, before I come in, Russ, you wanted to make a quick point. <clears throat> yeah, about, about Xhaka. Uh, he's covering his ass, ain't he? Well, nothing to do with me. Well, it was all the others. That was that was what he said to me. Well, he has been our best player, to be fair. But, you know, uh, yeah. I'm with you on that. And yeah, it's just yeah. unnecessary, Russ. It was just it an was, unnecessary... Yeah. Unnecessary it was unprofessional. Thing to it was unnecessary, and let's 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 have it right. Someone just some Spurs fan just put Sakari's shit on the on the on the uh, on the timeline there. Saka or Chaka? Saka, Bakayo Saka is shit. Apparently, well, let's have it right about him. He has not had a break in nearly two years. He has played non-stop. Had a week break, which the club gave him. He has hot. He hasn't had any break at all. That lad is in serious danger of being sacrificed and ruining his career because he's playing too much. He is one player that does need resting and does need nurturing, like Phil Foden did at Manchester City, because he's a great talent and we will end up ruining his hamstrings or his or his or his or his back or something will happen to him because it's not sustainable to keep playing a player for nearly two years without break. And he plays all the big games. He, um, his form has dipped, obviously, because you know he's a young player and he's playing too much football. Awful the way we've been managing him, I think, in my opinion, awful. I Absolutely think we've awful. needed it. I think we've needed him, and I don't think he's got the rest that he has deserved. And I think people won't but that's forget the problem, that he's only twenty years old. 
that's the problem, Dan. We've needed to play him because the yeah. squad has not been strong enough. And I know we'll 100%. get back on. Cronky spent. I keep getting this rammed down my throat. Cronkies have spent £146 million in the last summer window. What did they actually buy? They bought Ben White, who's supposed to be the finished article, which I don't think he is. I think he needs major coaching. Nah, he's, he's not good enough at the moment for me. Well, he needs major coaching, right? I think there's a player in there, but he's not good enough to be where we want to be. Gabriel, as somebody else said earlier, is a bit shaky, a bit flaky at times, and his fitness goes up and down. He's got a few injury problems going on in the background. Um, sorry, I, I, I wandered off there. Tavares, right? Tavares was one of the signings. What's he been? He's been he's been up here, down there, up here, down there. Hoiked off the pitch nine times out of ten when things as soon as something goes wrong, Tavares gets hoiked off the pitch, don't he? Foul throw, off you come. Not having that no more. <laughs> it's unreal, uh, isn't it? Which weren't a foul throw, by the way, I don't think. But uh, anyway, anyway, uh, Laconga. Thrown into the deep end, um, struggled. I mean, he's a tidy little player, but nowhere near the quality we need. Nowhere near, nowhere near party's quality. Nowhere near. Ramsdale, good signing. Tommy Asu, good signing. Injuries now. Party, injuries now. Why are we getting so many injuries to players who play for other clubs 30 games a season with no problems? And they come here and they play five games. And they get injured. It's the same question I've been asking for the last 10 years since we've had that new training grab. Something's dreadfully wrong. Why we? Why do we keep getting these soft muscle tissue injuries? So, can someone explain to me? Is Thomas Party a weak player? It was Atletico Madrid. Did he miss? Did he play seven games? Miss ten? Play seven games? Miss ten? Did he? I don't know. I don't think he no, did. No, he, he didn't. He played every minute for Atletico Madrid. And I think you bring up good points there, Russ. You really do. And I think with Tierney and Party and Tommy Asu this season, Gabriel at times, Ben White's only just come back and still doesn't look fit. Smith, Rowe and Saka. Playing one game a week. These people should not be getting this many injuries one game yeah. a week. It's an absolute madness. But what brings it on to my point is this, right? Because I have my say. This is how I see it. The first three games of the season, we were underprepared, right? We were underprepared. We hadn't done our business quick enough. We've heard that before, but it happened again. We had a squad that we were trying to select that wasn't good enough, and that's why we lost three games in a row because it was depleted. We had nobody, and we had COVID and injuries and excuses, excuses galore. Then we went on a bit of a convincing run. How have we ended up going through a January transfer window, making the squad weaker, and finishing the season with the same players we started the three first games with. Somebody come on here and explain to me how that is good management. Somebody come and explain to me how that is good ownership. Somebody come and explain to me why Edu and Vinay are getting paid if that is the situation at the Arsenal Football Club. That's my first point. My second point is this. If we need transfer windows to improve our squad and we have to maximise every single one, why did we not maximise one in January? How can it be that this manager has now had four transfer windows, or is it five, when Conte has had just one, has bought two players and has got them in the top four? Thomas Tuchel came and took over Chelsea when they were in ninth place, took them to fourth, and made them the champions of Europe in that same season. Antonio Conte has taken over a Spurs side that was ninth, albeit only a few points off the top four at the time, and has taken them into the top four since 2022, 
playing a style of football that's very difficult to beat, with players that are no better than Man United or Arsenal's, with players that have got a style of play and also the most goals, the most stats for running off the ball and on the ball, and two players in January that have been two of their best players in Ben Tanker and Kulisevsky. He's brought Romero back into the mix who strengthened stuff at the back. And what he's done is got Kane and Son firing, who were not firing under both Jose Mourinho and Nuno Espirito Santo. So as much as I agree with you both that Kane and Son are class, they were not class at the start of the season until a certain Antonio walked into the club. So that for me is the main reason as to why Tottenham and Chelsea are now ahead of us in both of the seasons that have passed because they have now got elite managers in charge. Pep, Klopp, Tuchel, Antonio Conte, top four, all brilliant managers. All good players, yes, but all good managers. What have we got? We've got a novice in charge. We've got somebody learning on the job. People are calling him fraud. I think maybe that's the wrong word to use. Novice, he's learning. On top of that, we have inexperienced players. We haven't added anything to January whatsoever. That you bring up case. the players there, Russ. You bring up the players there. Let me go through the players we have got rid of and tell yeah. me which one of them are not better than current players we have. Is Maitland-Niles a better fullback than Cedric? Yes. 100%. Is Callum Chambers a better fullback and centre-back option than Cedric, Cedric and Tommy Asu having to play there? 100%. Yeah. Is Pablo Marie on par with holding or perhaps better? Yeah, probably he is. Is Gwenduzi a better player than Lukonga? Yes. Yeah. Is Saliba a better player than holding? Yes. Yeah. Is Aubameyang a better striker than Nketiah? Yes. Yeah. So why are you letting all of them go a, and B, why are you not replacing them? Because now what we've done is we've weakened ourselves in January and we're trying to put together a team that consists of Nketiah, Holden, Elneny, Shaka and Cedric. With Eddie Nketiah and Erdegaard, by the way, who has fallen off of a cliff in the last few years. One goal since December, our creative spark. What's happened to him? We've got Saka and Smith-Rowe and Martinelli that are coming on and trying to do the business. And I don't know any other Premier League team that would even dream about going for a top four with three of their academy players as their first teamers up front. There's nobody else that would do that. So when you look at what we've done through the start of the season where we were depleted, throughout the mistakes and the um, injuries and the lack of transfers that we uh, recruited and added in reinforcements in January to poor tactics and poor plans on the pitch. This guy has been rewarded a three-year deal. How? Please explain to me, someone, how we can sack a manager for coming fifth in Unai Emery and sack a manager in Wenger for coming fifth and be pissed off when he comes second in a title race and want him out with banners, yet this guy everybody seems to be okay with. What is going on with the protection for Mikel Arteta? Please explain it to me, one of you, please. Uh, listen, I get what you're saying about the protection. I don't understand the protection. I don't really see what it is like, you know. Let's just get a couple of things straight. Like, you've just gone on the back of three defeats, right? The, the, the contract, right? Yeah. And and, he, and then they're coming out and saying, like, um, oh, we, we've signed a contract. That's to try and boost things, everything like that. We get that. But realistically, big clubs, get, you know, if you're going into the three to five consecutive defeats, you're looking at the sack, right? The second yeah, yeah, thing yeah. is, right, 
Uh, there was no need to, you know, sign the thing. Those things were signed ages ago. Don't don't ever think that they weren't. You know what I mean? Like just just hold it back until after the Tottenham game if we'd have won that, or after the game and won that. That's when it should have been done. It's an incredible bit of poor PR stuff. That this this gets something straight, right? He had signed that contract, and oh, that contract was agreed weeks and months ago. Like you know what I mean? Like or, or whatever. You don't like go. Oh yeah, I'll sign it. Oh, and 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 the. Uh, the, the, the ladies' manager signs at the same time. It's all done. It was all done. It was prathetic PR stuff. Like wait until you get. It's as if we've got a. It's as if we got a documentary out of saying Lee. That's what it looked like to oh, me. There, there is into that. Like you know, I, I look at the player. Let's go on to the players here. Like you know, Cedric has done well in the last, for, for most of this season. He's just been found out against the better teams in the last couple of games. You know, he's just been found out. He wasn't actually playing yesterday uh, at the beginning, uh, and and I will say this. I think Tommy Ash has been fantastic. He was struggling up against um, Maximum Light. You know what I mean? Still injured, Lee. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he was still struggling up against yeah. him. And then when 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 Cedric come up, if you if your best defender, and I can tell you this now, one on one defending best defender, I'll have Tommy Asu over anybody. Right? Yeah. I think he's that as a, as a proper defender, he's up there, like you know, right. So that was always going to be a struggle, like, you know. Holding, we know what holding is. He, he's a backup. That's what he is, you know. Comes in one or two games, like, you know. And and But ultimately, I, I, I know you're going to go on about how good Conte is and everything like that. What did Tottenham do? What no other club around them did in January? Strengthened in January. Strengthened in January. There is your answer, like, you know. What I mean? And it's not the first time that this has happened at the football club. And that's not just on Arteta. This has happened on a couple of occasions. The transfer window there is to strengthen you going forward. Manchester United never strengthened in any area like, you know. West Ham, with, with, with Europa League and everything like that, they had a chance of winning the Europa League this season. Look at the two teams in the final. They had a great opportunity to win the Europa League. What did they do? They blew didn't it. strengthen because they, they didn't it. strengthen in January. Blew it. They blew it, Lee. They Arsenal. blew it. Had the opportunity to do it in, in you know, getting a couple of players in January, like blew it, you know, without without a shadow of a doubt. And but Tottenham brought in two players, and that is the reason that they've got into the top four, like you know, and and and, and that's it. I don't care about players going out. I don't care about a Bamiang going out. As was as was a Bamiang great before he went. No, Eddie's done okay, by the way. He scored a few goals, but. But ultimately, if you're getting rid of a Bamiang, fine, replace him. Get in someone that you that, that that can come in, even if it's alone for six months. Should have been done, guys. Wasn't done. Yeah. Midfield. What 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 amazes me about this, right? What amazes me about this is that we had injuries in January. We was at the bare bones in January, right? And players in Africa, Lee, remember as well. Yeah, yeah, players in there, right? But but ultimately, that can happen at any. So what happens is the footballing world come down to you and said, look, this is what can happen. You've got a chance here in January to redeem it. And they didn't. You know, I'm not being horrible. When have you ever seen a football club? I'm not blaming Arteta for this entirely on this. This is just, this is the general Arsenal football club, right? Now, this is Arsenal football club where we spend top, top money for season tickets and prices to go through the game. Like, yeah, you get, you, you, right, yeah. Name me another massive club that gets somebody off a plane from Africa and he puts him in the squad the same day. <laughs> you're paying the biggest transfer. You're paying the you're paying white. You the biggest season tickets and things like that is something 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, on a Sunday morning, like, you know, oh, is Potsy back from holiday? Yeah, yeah, he flew in this morning. Oh, well, we're one short down. Like, will you get yourself down here, Dan? Get on the, get on. Yeah, yeah, all right. Like, I've, I've had a skin fall, like, the night before. Don't matter. We need you. Just need you. Now. You can go sub. It is pathetic. That is Arsenal Football Club. That is so our bad. That is how thin we was. But what we chose to do was nothing about it. I think that's poor. It's come back to bias because what's happened is Tierney then went down in, in the uh, uh, after the Aston Villa game, didn't he, you know, in the international break. Yeah, Tommy Asu as well. Tommy Asu gone. So all of a sudden now we've got backup fullbacks, you know, and I'm not being horrible. Can I say it about Tierney? It, you know, it's not... It's not a it's not a secret that he can't last games and all that like yeah. So you you go in there and get somebody else in there. At, at some stage they must have thought Tavares is not quite up for it yet like you know, and and, and it you know it's it's like Russian roulette isn't it with with Tierney and you know but I, I've got to say that you know every time he goes down how oh, is he going to be injured? Listen Tierney. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that he's a class player, really up there. I, I, I know you like him, Dan. I really like him. As a yeah, I love him. Class, right? We're playing one game a week, right? One game a week. We still can't yeah. get him fit. And he can't get him fit for no more than 20 games, right? You know what I mean? I don't know if he's played 20 games this season, like, you know? So how can you expect to get into the Champions League and Europa League and play him week in, week out, week in, week out? It, it's, it, it's not going to happen. So you've got to get somebody in there now. You know, I'm sorry, Tierney now, for me, and, 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 and Partey, how many more times is he going to be out injured? You know, we, you know and, and people will criticise. The one thing I, I will say about Granite Shackle, whether you think he's a good player or not, he's always fit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know he had an injury at the beginning of the season at this time, but he, he, he churns out for four. That's, that's what you want. But an upgrade on that, players with reliability when it comes to things like, you know. And I'll tell you this now, Tottenham, of um, uh, 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 of not really, uh, you know, they've not really had Europe because they got thrown out of it, didn't they? Like so, from from January, whenever it was December to now, they've only had the same sort of one game a week, one game a week. But they've managed to keep Kane, Song fit all the way through that. You know what I mean? So there is something in that training thing because they've had a couple of little niggly injuries here and there, but nothing major to their main men. But we've had them been dropping like we're dropping like anything. So something's not right. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Can, I, with can that. we just come back to uh, last summer's business? Because I, I was getting told yeah, that we had a fantastic window, and I, I criticised it because I said we didn't have enough experienced players coming in, and uh, we spent one hundred and forty-six million quid on, other than Ben White, who I think we thought was a finished article, on potential. Now that potential hasn't really realised itself, has it? Other than Tommy Asu, I think it has, but, and Ramsdale. But Tavares, Lukonga, uh, not not done it. And they were they were going to be important parts of our squad because of the way Tierney mm. gets injured and the yeah, way exactly. Party gets injured. So they were going to be integral parts of our squad, but they weren't up to the job. Now, that £146 million, pounds, they might well be in the future, but... We haven't got time for that. We're we're trying to compete with teams that are spending two hundred million pound in transfer windows, and buying experienced, ready-made players. That they, what they're going to see is what they're going to get. We're taking chances and gambling on one hundred and forty-three million pounds, and then 
because the money isn't there, because the Cronkies aren't going to put it up, they never have done and they never will, that money had to be found somewhere. So the wages had to be cut, which is why all these players had to go out on loan. So everything comes round in a great big arrow pointed right at the very top of the pyramid, which is Mr. Stanley Cronkey and Mr. Josh Cronkey. They're the ones who called the big shots. They're the ones who said, yes, you can spend this money, but we need the money back in the coffers because we are not putting any money in. And the next excuse I always hear is they can't put money in because of financial fair play. That is the biggest load of bollocks I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Because do you think Manchester City give a shit about financial fair play? They find ways around it. If you want to find ways around it, Abramovich found ways around it. City have found ways around it. United have found ways around it. They've all found ways around it. They're still spending money like Water United, and they owe the bank £700 million. So how can they be getting away with financial fair play when we owe diddly squat? It's laughable, yeah. isn't it? It's laughable. It, 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 it is. I'll tell you something else. Like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to come in here. Like, a few people are criticising our signings and all that. Ben White's been a decent signing, right? Yeah. We've had to pay over the odds for him, like, you know. No one was criticising Ben White at Aston Villa. No one was criticising him when we had our proper back four and was keeping clean sheet after clean sheet. The reason that things have gone a little bit pear-shaped in the defence is because we've not had the top-class fullbacks, fullbacks in and around them, right? I'm going to say this now. And, and, and I don't think Ramsdale's been the same since he got injured before that game against Aston Villa. Do you remember, he, got, he was injured. He didn't play against Aston Villa when we won 1-0. He was injured. He missed it. Missed yeah, the yeah. Um, international break as well. Did internationals, didn't he? Like you know, I don't think he's been quite the same since since that rush back. I, I have to say, with uh, people have had a little bit of a dig at Smith Rowe. I don't. Something's not been right with Smith Rowe. No, for I agree. I agree. I agree. He, right. he don't look right. No, something. That look, he looked. I don't know what was the matter of him yesterday. I. I, I I don't think I've ever seen him play as a poorer game than that. And I mean, don't you think, Lee, that when uh, Emil Smith-Rowe and Saka played their best football was when they were partnered alongside each other? Yes, 100%. Players, they played better than what they're doing. Smith-Rowe out wide on the left, Saka way out on the right, miles of space between them. There's no, there's no connection. There's no build-up play between them. Because Odegaard, Odegaard's there Odegaard, now, you won't Odegaard's see it. There. Odegaard's been sh shoehorned into the team there. So now that little partnership's been, been dissipated. We yeah. need to find I a agree way with of getting them, getting them two to play together, in my opinion. I, I, and also, I totally agree. Can I just say one more thing go as well? On, go on, go Saka, on. Uh, Saka and Smith-Rowe both look better on the left-hand side of the pitch. When you, when you watch the game when we played Newcastle at home, where was Gabriel Martinelli scoring that second goal? Where they come mm. over his shoulder on his right, yeah, on the foot, right, on the right yeah. hand side. But that doesn't pitch. change that up, though, Russ. Oh, Never I, wants I to change it. So weird. So weird. And I look at that. You know, you're right there, Russ. I think Saka has given us a little bit of balance on the right hand side when Tommy Asu's out. But actually, you're right. He is better on the left hand side. And I do like to see Saka and Smith Rowe together. Before I bring some super chats in, Lee, I want to ask you this because you make some great points there in relation to people not looking fit. That's really worrying for me, mate. When we're only playing one game a week this season. Next season, we've got four competitions. It's going to be well, ridiculous exactly. if these players can't keep fit. Exactly. And if they're not going to keep fit, that, that you know, listen, people might not like this, but 
you know, Arteta has been ruthless on certain things. You know, he's been ruthless, isn't it? He? He's got to be ruthless again. For me, you know, what I mean, if you get good money for Tierney, I I'm sorry, you're, you're, you know, he's going. He he's going. We're getting someone that's going to be playing week in, week out. I'm sorry. I'm telling you that if we get big money for Partey, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm taking it because at the end of the day, he's played in the season. This, well, realistically, since he's been here, when it's mattered, he's not He's not been there. Can you know, I just he wasn't say there something, Lee? Can I just Go say on. something? My, miss, my missus just made a great point. She just said, um, I'll tell I must be listening to Wenger, square pegs in round holes. Well, you know, like the mistake, you know, Jenny's right. The mistakes have been, that that, that, that have been made were made again. Um, I, 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 I just, just one thing about injuries. And I, I know like, I just, sometimes you can say about wages, what you said earlier on, Russ, but I, I watched, I went up to Anfield on a, on a, um, on a midweek game, cup game. Shaka got sent off. Chambers was playing and he played unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, and I thought, wow, that was brilliant. Like, you know what I mean? See to the end of the season, you know what I mean? Can play a couple of positions and things like that. Put on, put on to Everton from from Arsenal's bench to Aston Villa's bench. I just don't understand some of the decisions. You know, when you're a little bit light. Actually, he's played for Aston Villa in midfield a couple of times as well. And but, I just think you know he could play just, in a couple of positions for us. But can I just say one other thing, thing about the wages, Lee? About the wages, one, one little thing. We, we were supposed to be going for Dusan Vlahovic, weren't we? In the in the uh, January transfer window. Yeah. And we pursued him mercilessly for like, well, apparently for the whole of the transfer. The whole month, you know. yeah. <laughs> uh, and basically, that that player, player's agent had already told um, Arsenal that he's not interested. He's not coming to you. And so, where was our plan B? So our plan B was to do nothing and to to say no one was available and to save the money and the wages and leave us thin again. Which that, is which is lies. Horrible. No one's available. Lies. That's absolute lies. Bruno, so Bruno Gomorias was in. Look yeah, at that's the one we should have gone for. Because, we should have gone for him. Should have gone for him. Like you know, people saying like, "Oh, don't get rid of party." You know, he 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 runs our midfield. Did he run it last night? No. It's not did he run it against Spurs? I, I thought we had. Oh, did he run it against Spurs? No. Did he run it at Chelsea? Did he, no. did he, did he, oh, I, I did he understand. I, I, I understand both points there because I understand you. If he's not fit, we get rid of him and take the money. But on the other hand, when he is fit, he's class and he's experienced. He's the, exactly. one of the but only decorated players we've got. Week in, week out, along man. with Tierney. No, I'm with you. I'm with you as well. I'm just saying I get both points. I understand we want him, player. but he's we injured. Trip, so right? if we, we if we had a deep squad, it wouldn't be an issue. But we haven't. No, got no, a deep no. Squad. Of course it wouldn't be. And perhaps perhaps if we had a deep squad, there were times when. You know when people go, oh, because I, I didn't, I don't follow Atletico Madrid, but probably there were times when he wasn't playing because he was rested. You know what I mean? Not injured. You know, he played what I mean? a lot. Like, he played a lot though. He did play a lot. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. But like, who another player was like this? A little bit like Partey was Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey, right? Would get would would take three or four games to get fit, right? Then he'd play a couple of blinding games. And then get injured again. Yeah. And then you go through the whole process again. A few little games to get back yeah. in. Frustrating. We've again. had loads like it, Lee. We've had loads like We're it, having it we? again. And that's what happens with party. It takes him a couple of games to get into it. Then you see these magnificent performances. And then he's out again. He's, I don't know how long he's been out. Crystal Palace. How long ago was Crystal Palace? Oh, crikey. How long ago was he indeed? Oh, what are we talking March. about? Eight games ago? ago? 
Yeah, about eight so games he's missed, something like that. Eight so weeks he's been out. Not good eight enough. weeks of the season. I think it we start to need, we, we need to start getting more ruthless, don't we, as a football club? I think we're it's too much oh, a nice, happy 100. club. I think it's you're absolutely right. I mean, if Party's what, 28, 29, 29 yeah. years old now, he's not got much longer left in him anyway. Get shot of him. Get someone in, upgrade might, or, or as good as. You might. You might be right. You might be right, Russ. Um, just quickly, there's uh, 1,700 of you in the uh, watching live in the chat room. That's absolutely Sam's amazing numbers. Ten games. It's if ten you games can smash ten weeks. Yeah, ten weeks. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Let's smash the like button, peeps. If you can do for us, uh, hit a sub on the video if you haven't done so already. Uh, I know we're all disappointed, but it'd be great if you can support the content. 28 games he's missed. Uh, 28 games, someone just said. There we go. Lee's not, letting it, Lee's not letting it go. He's not letting it go. He's still 28 going. 28 games in two seasons. That's nearly... That's yeah, nearly no, you're right. Yeah. You're right, bruv. You're right. And I, I can't I can't disagree with it. I do understand. All I was meaning was I'd understand that you want to keep him. But at the same in the same uh, breath, I do get why it's frustrating. Oh, he's quality. About I love him. I think he's Yeah, he's class. He's class. It's the same with T. I love Tierney. I think he's fantastic, Tierney. I'll tell you this now, we wouldn't have lost if Tierney and Party were in against Tottenham and, 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 and Newcastle, right? Because they're quality players. They're probably the two nearest we got to world-class players. I'm, saying they're, I'm not saying they are world-class, but they're the two closest. Two and also, they're the most decorated as well. They're the most decorated. They're the ones that have won trophies, aren't they? Party and Tierney, they've won trophies, albeit only for Atletico Madrid and Celtic, but they've won stuff there. So you have to look at those two as the kind of leaders. I've got to bring some super chats in because we're going to overrun otherwise massively. Uh, let's bring this one in. I'm going to just throw them at both of you and all three of us, in fact. Uh, this one is from, uh, what's that say? I don't want to mess this up. The most damning statistic of all is we failed to score in over a quarter of all our games under Mikel Arteta, 33 of 129. That is shocking, pathetic and sackable. I looked at his win ratio today. They were talking about it. can't remember where it was now. I think it was on a podcast I was listening to. It might have even been on the radio, but I think it's 32%. Sam Allardyce's is better. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, he's got a win rate. He's got a win percentage of 32%. Yeah, 32% Mikel Arteta. Well, it's going to be, Lee, isn't it? When you lose a third of your games in a season, two years running, it's not going to be higher than that, is it? Right, well, that's shocking. Worse than Sam Allardyce's is absolutely shambolic. It really is. Uh, Bill, thank you for your kind donation. We've only scored 56 goals this year. Absolute shambles, Russ. Um, I'll bring this one to you because I think goals is something is that, that you and I spoke about. Is that in all competitions or just the Premier League? That's the league. I'm not sure. I think that's, that's the, the league. league. 56-47, I, I think, is our difference. And uh, one point, Goals have been an issue, one, Russ, haven't they? Goals have been an issue, and we said that, didn't we? When we uh, let Aubameyang go, it was uh, of... of prime importance to get a striker in. And even if it, as Lee said, if it was going to be a, a striker, it was only going to be a six-month loan. There was plenty out there. There was plenty out there. The lad that went to Burnley might not be everyone's cup of tea, but he would have been a... All the crosses we put in the box, Jesus, he would have had a field day, Weggles. You know, he might have scored five or six goals, but those five or six goals might have been enough to get us over the line and get us Champions League. Yeah, and you know what, Russ? That is a great point because everyone will say he only scored two goals at Burnley. Yeah, Burnley. Yeah, but he doesn't exactly. get the service at Burnley. At Burnley. He doesn't get any service. He's got terrible players around him. Now, what yeah. can he do at, at Wolfsburg? He was banging them in. So I'm with you there, Russ. Uh, Lee, let's bring this one to you. Um, again, Goran Sadis, thank you, mate. Another one. They gave Arteta this contract now so that they don't have to face the backlash for giving it to him after failing to get top four. The board don't believe in him. Interesting take, Lee. They've given it to him now. So uh, Sorry, previously. 
so that they don't have to not get top four no, and give listen, it to him this game. So, well, listen, we're, we're well, having a interesting take. About, we're having a meltdown because we didn't get to top four, right? This beat like that, that I, I, you know, and I am. I, I don't. I, I'm. I'm having a meltdown because of of everything uh, because of that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm right down about it. Um, I've been really disappointed with what's happened in the last two games, but ultimately, the objective from the club at the beginning of this season was to get top to get into Europe. He's done that. So he's, he's, he's fulfilled his, his remit for this season. Like, you know, and what it is, he's built the foundation now to go on the next season. I am honestly thinking when they was talking about transfers, this going into this season, they're probably thinking on the basis of we get into Europa league, like, you know, um, so he's got what he's, he's got what he's done. Right. You know, eighth, eighth, fifth now, right. Now build on that from, from next season. So I do think that, he has he has done what the ball wanted wanting him to do this season, like you know what I mean. In, in my in my opinion, there is a plan, and that plan was to get to Europe. So he's been rewarded for that. Whether you like that or whether you don't, that is the case scenario, like you know. So what happens now is um, they go into the summer, get what they get, what they get, and I, I tell you this now. Don't 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 expect like I'm not expecting massive massive things because I tell you that like everybody's going out. Oh, we're by players in January. We get this in January. We ended up getting nothing. So there's nothing guaranteed what we're going to get, but we're going to have to get some sort of players in because we're losing players. We know that. See what happens. See what happens from there. Like you know what I mean. So, uh, and 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 it's not these these the things that I'm saying is not probably what I I'm not saying that this is I'm agreeing with it. I'm just saying these are facts. These are the facts in the matter. Like you know, and it, you can turn around and say, oh, let's sack him. Let's get rid of him. As Russ said earlier in the show, they're not going to, Dan. They're not going to. They're not saying that they believe in this manager to get him to fifth this time. Now they're going to believe in he's going to challenge for top four. Let's wait and see and see what happens. But I I, yep. I, I think it's going to be very, very difficult with what's gone on. You know, Euro Emery got the sack on the back of what happened by not getting into, do you remember like top four by losing yep. to Crystal Palace and then the, the, the and then the, the debacle right. of the cup and it you moved can, into you the can next You week. can already see, you can already see from the uh, the rumours of the Marquinhos and uh, Hickey coming, which are going to be real bargain basements. And, uh, and let's, uh, let's just pray. I think there's got to be, there's got to be some of them, Russ, but there's going to have I'm to be hearing, a couple I'm hearing nonsense, like, I'm hearing nonsense like the, the, the Cronkies are going to spend 250, 300 million or so. Absolute nonsense. We haven't got any more wages to slash. We haven't got any assets to sell. So there's no way we can spend that kind of money. It's just impossible. Well, we I'm have. Hearing, we have got the assets, Russ. I, I, I think that it, listen, they've got to spend big. This because no, we're not catching up. Will, I, but I think they will, they will because I think they have got assets. If it don't work, they've got Martinelli, they've got Saka, and they've got Smith Rowe. They are assets. And so, it, yeah, but that's like one step forward, two steps back. Well, sometimes you have to do that. Like Liverpool fans didn't want to get rid of Coutinho, but they did. If, if project comes, uh, Project Youth, and then sell the youth. <laughs> Listen, you know that, that, that they have got that in, in. You know, I mean, you can say what you want, that that they are assets. I think we'll spend, but we're not going to spend that much. But I think we'll spend. I don't think we'll spend three hundred million, but I think we'll probably spend well, no, hundred fifty no, again. No, listen, if, if we were to spend three hundred million, you know, fantastic. But where, where, where? If you were to spare three hundred million, just say for instance, you spend three hundred million. Where's that going to? Where's that? They ain't going to challenge your liver. They ain't going to change your liverpool. No, no. Top four, uh, and, top and four City. again. 
You know, like how much do you reckon? Do you reckon how much do you reckon Arteta's got to have? Two hundred million to, to, to challenge for top four? No, I think top you're going four, about yeah. this the wrong way. I think you're going about this the wrong way. There's a lot of talent out of contract in Europe, and they reckon it's one point eight billion pounds worth of players out of contracts this summer. That is where we should be targeting, and we should what be. What price like that? I'll get that. I'll get because, that because we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to spend big transfer monies on players because we, we, they want the wages. So we've got to use the market to our advantage now and, and go for these players that are out of contract. And, and there is because of COVID and all the financial constraints on on a lot of these uh, teams around Europe who have been overspending, like Juventus, like you know all of them, they've all been overspending. There's going to be a lot of players around who are quality, and it's up to us to attract them. Now, obviously, not getting Champions League is yeah, stuck a right a old line. nail in the coffin for that. But not everyone can go and play for Champions League club, can they? It's done. no. It's not. It's no. not. We have also we have also available. bought players. We have also bought players like Party, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Tierney, Gabriel, yeah, Erdegaard that came to us without Champions without League it. football and yeah. without European football in some of their yeah. cases. So yeah. it is that we, we, we have still got managed, a pull. We also managed to get Shaka. El Nenny and a few others when we had Champions League football. So <laughs> exactly. So you know, I've seen mean? some terrible so, players with Champions so League football coming. Just because out, you so. get Champions League, don't necessarily mean you are going to sign all these totally wonderful agree. players because you totally can make cockups. Like and so there are also going to be a lot of players on one year left of their contract, surely. Yeah, there will be. Let's get through some of these because we, we, we're chatting way too many for these ones. Right, so let's get these quick. Uh, Dan, can't wait for the London Carnage next episode. I bet you can't. Myself, Matisse, Lawless and Tobes will be on there together. Uh, if you haven't done so already, go over to Matisse's channel and subscribe and like that video. Um, we've got here a couple of rants. We've got Sean, thanks for your kind donation. From top to bottom, nobody at this club cares. We've also got Jamie who says that there's no Champions League. What top striker signs for us now? If I'm honest with you, I kind of agree with you, Jamie. However, as we've just said, we can still have the pool. So hopefully we can still get something. Go on, Russ. If it's quick, go on. No, Newman, just put in the chat. Tell Guna Russ to put his finger up before he speaks. All oh, right. <laughs> there we go. Is that uh, your hair, Newman, by the way? Is that your real hair? I'm sure it will be. <laughs> Jamie gave him the contract just to say that we can't sack him now. Uh... We've got an interesting take here from Dave Jordan, who says that Arteta is hopeless because the team with Cedric holding Elneny and Enketia isn't going to get him top four. Give him good players, and if he fails then, and call him crap. Different take, Lee, there. I mean, I think he's had quite a lot of windows, but maybe he needs more windows. Um, Conte needed one to get him in the top four. This guy has had five, and he can't get us in there. Like, what, what's your take on that, Quick? Well, look... look, look. <laughs> I do, I do get that to a certain degree. You know what I mean? That we, he has been, he's been cutting the roast beef with a blunt knife, hasn't he? You know what I mean? With the, with that attack up there, like you know, Eddie is not, you know, up there. He's not in the mould of a cane. He's not in the mould of a He said it was good enough, mate. He said it was good enough for top four well, because in January well, he left it. You know, listen, I think that he's a he's a good squad player to have in the in the day. He's not one to lead the line at the moment, like you know, Martinelli. As much as I love Martinelli, you know, there's flaws in his game at the moment, and the same with with Saka and. Uh, and Smith Rowe, you know what I mean? Do you know what? Because they're kids. They're not the finished article. You know, you're looking, you're, you're dealing with Liverpool um, and, um, you know, but Manchester City and Tottenham, they're, they're the real deals, these guys. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of it. I will say this now, um, like, when you look at, um, when you look at, um, 
Martinelli and you look at Saka and all that, in two, three <laughs> years' time, they're going to be better than the likes of Song and all that because they're, they're, they're going to be 33, 34. You know, like, that, that's what that's what you're, you're looking to do. But the, the likes of um, Manchester City will, will bring in £100 million players to, to you know, that, that they've... They're going to let Jesus go to us. It does seem like he's going to or he's going to go, and they're replacing him with Haaland. You know, that's that's what you're up against. So, <laughs> that's um, the levels. You know, that is the level, like you know. So yeah, it's always 100. going to be, uh, you know, difficult for, from that point of view. But these guys, you know, Ed, Eddie Eddie's done okay for us, but he's not going to rip it up and, and do that. I thought he'd done very well against Chelsea. He took his chances well against Leeds, but yeah. ultimately, he, he he's not. Um, the the, the player ready to take us to the next level is he? No, no, we know that. We've all said that. You know, come on, we all know that. You know, hundred percent. Evening, guys. Honestly, Lee and Dan, if Arteta had any pride about himself as a man, he'd walk. Couldn't get give a toss if he signed a new deal. He's a fraud. Not happy there at all. However, someone who is happy in a different take is AFC Max. Hope you're well, buddy. I'm incredibly proud of the team, he said. We achieved what progress we made this season with this young team. And yes, we all wanted top four. And I understand your anger because it spurs in the top four. But we go again. Come on, you gunners. There are some fans out there, Lee, that are happy and they seem to think that um, we need to be positive and optimistic about um, the future. Um, obviously, Listen, Max I'm, I'm going to say something now. I, 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 the reason I'm hurting more than anything is because we, we've had, we've, it's Tottenham. I, I don't, I wouldn't have been hurting so much if it was like West Ham that got it or, 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 Man United or even. yeah, Man United even. It is, it is, it is a, a real dagger in the old backside that it's them. You know what I mean? If I'll be honest, but so, you know, listen, when you've, when you look at it with those players and, and, and let's look at it from that point of view and you Slag me off and mate Weber with with the front four of twenty two and under to challenge for the top four and also to get into Europe. You'd have to say like that's that's you know it, it ain't it ain't bad, but ultimately, you know I, I, I'm I'm sorry I've got to look at it as a found disappointment. I have because hundred percent how it's gone. But but listen if. If 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 a fan, this is what does me in about Arsenal fans. You know what I mean. If a fan is happy with the season, then then so be it. You know what I mean. Like that's 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 his prerogative. Like it's a fan that's and if fans are happy with Mikel, I'm not going to argue with people that are not happy with Mikel. I'm not going to argue with people that are not happy with Mikel. You know what I mean. Like everybody's got a, an opinion, and if you yeah. think that you, it, it's been a good season this season, then fair. Farewell to it. I think you can say to me, has it been a good season? Certainly some parts it has. But is it, have we failed? Yes. I, 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 I'm, I, that's my yeah. opinion. That's my opinion. 100%. 100% if, you win, if, you win, if you win two games, lose one. Win two games, lose one. That's not That's not a good season. That's, a, that's a, one third of your season. He's lost no, it. I, I, I think there's been two... I think there's been it's too been many... Um... We've got to get to the stage where this club is only losing five or six games a season. Then we could be in the top three, and then once you get to the stage we're only losing three games a season, then you can challenge for the title. That's what we've got to be aiming for. How can you? That, that, you can only be happy. Losses. You can only losses. be happy as a fan of a football club when you get to the top. You're never happy losing. 
without losing a game we used to lose two or three games a season yeah. and that was it you know what I mean because like, we had good players so that's what we've yeah, got to yeah, do we've that, got to it, recruit you know I mean? good but, players but we're losing 13 games listen people are saying to me like I'm, I'm backing Arteta I ain't backing Arteta like, I'm just saying what I am actually saying here is that I expect like, 13 games defeats in a season is not acceptable it it's acceptable. not acceptable you'll get people then come back and go yeah but we've won 21 games you know what I mean? Which is which is probably acceptable because that will get you into the top four. But those 13 games, if you've got a little bit of nows about you, seven of them are draws. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, the one the, the, the ones you've got lost, that, the ones you've lost, so like, the ones you've I'm, lost I'm, one nil. I'm not nowhere near happy with with 13 defeats. No. But and I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people that are 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 accepting for I accepting 13 mm -hmm. defeats. Anytime we're going to double figures, anytime we go into double figures. That ain't good enough. Season's finished for me once you go into double-figure losses. It's finished. And yeah, I'm with until, you. Until our fans start screaming and, and moaning about the fact we're losing so many games to the club and, and start like putting it on them a bit, it'll carry on forever. Because while they think we're happy and satisfied, the customers are happy and satisfied, like some of these people in the chat saying, I'll oh, stop moaning your poison, blah, blah, blah. They're the reason, they're the people who are the reason why we're in this mess because they have accepted this mediocrity for the last 15 years. And they've accepted Cronky's spin every 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 year that we're going to sign this player, we're going to sign that player. It's all tosh, it's a nonsense. And we our fans fall for it every season. And this is the last one for me. I'm not falling for it no, no more no, after no. this. Well, uh, this season, they've got to, I don't believe they will. I believe they will cut corners. They will maybe sell a couple of our better players, like you said, and try and get a few in on the cheap. And an Arteta will be hung out to dry by this board of directors alone. I'm success, afraid. Success, Russ. Success, Russ. For a, for a manager at any level, right, is to get on a long, unbeaten run. You know what I mean? Get into like 10, 12, 14 wins. Which we can't do. Like, we can't do it. We can't do it. You ever look at Emery? Emery went 20 odd games in it. Like I remember George Graham in his first season coming, like in, in 86, 87. You know what I mean? Went 20-odd games unbeaten. We was top of the league at one stage. Like, what you see with it, Arsene Wenger, of course, done it. What you see with that is anything, oh, there's something happening here, like, you know what I mean? Now, we've improved in our defensive with the players. I don't care what anybody says. People can criticise Gabriel and Ben White. They're better than Koscielny and, um, oh, sorry, Mertesacker and, um, what's it, Mustafi and players like that. Yeah, our defending at set pieces is is unbelievably good. Has improved. What it was. So we have improved. So, But we're still losing 13 games. It's not <laughs> good enough. Long way to go. Long way to go. Uh, last three here. Uh, Russ, let's throw this one at you. They never wanted Unai. Um, they went after Arteta, but he wanted to stay at Man City. Yeah, and that's, that's when they went for Unai Emery. Arteta has been their choice all along, Russ. Yeah, well, that's what they do with their franchises, which is what they call them. Their franchises, the Rapids and the Nuggets and all their franchises. They have young coaches with youth projects. That's what That's what they do. Uh, the only exception to that was the Rams, where they flung a load of money at it, funny enough, and they won the Super Bowl. Funny that, isn't it? They flung a load of money at something and they won something. Hmm. Perhaps there's a lesson to be learned there, eh? <laughs> yeah, I like that, Russ. I like that. Uh, judges, this one's for you. Uh, why does judges keep saying that Granite Chaka was the best player 
When? Question mark. It's easy to throw these big words, but he's no better than Saka, Party, Martinelli or Gabriel. He's just got player of the month last month. I didn't say he played well yesterday. Did I, did I, did I say that he played, played well yesterday? He was, you said he did play... One yeah, you said he's player of the, one of the players of the season earlier on. That's what he's meaning. Yeah, listen, he done okay yesterday. He weren't great yesterday. He got out, he got out fought in midfield. How can anybody come out of any credit any in that credit? game yesterday? No, no. But, uh, you yeah, know no, what I mean? But, but Brennan Shecker played really, really well uh, at Chelsea. We didn't have a good game at Chelsea. Had a very, very good game. A good game at West Ham. Played very well. He's, uh, listen, I think he's done. He's been again the best midfield player this season. You know what I mean? Like. Partey's been better when he's when he's been there, but hasn't been there enough. You know, um, listen, you know, I, I, Granit Xhaka has done done okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's what someone just said. He's 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 the best of a bad bunch. I've, I've always said that. You know what I mean? He shouldn't be like in the side, but he has done well over the last few. And he's going to shot himself completely in the foot with with his comments yesterday. Just uh, that's what he does. He's a loose cannon, mate. He'll always yeah. shoot himself in the foot. Uh, guys, yeah. we are overrunning, so we're just going to run through these instead of uh, answering each one. We're just going to run through them. Man United fan here. Arteta reminds me of a cosmopolitan version of Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Pep, Klopp, Tuchel and Conte do worry me. Arteta, not so much. I was on a show earlier with some lads, West Ham fan, Chelsea fan and Spurs fan all said the same thing. They're laughing because he's been given a new contract and they really are not worried. They really are not worried about Arsenal. Uh, AMT, thanks for your donations said I'd even take five more draws than losses that's pole position for top four exactly right Again, exactly we right. haven't actually got many losses uh, many draws yeah, but this the season other, the other worrying stat Dan by the way the other worrying stat is we have when we've gone behind in games seven times we've never come back never come back yeah we? that is shocking as well that, we did uh, it against I mean, Wolves and that's the Wolves last one at home but away from shocking. home when we've gone a goal down we've never come Awful. back Arsenal never Awful. coming back in one game that's just not, not good, good enough game. mate not good enough. AFC Max, Dan and Lee, I saw you on a show with Tom Canton and Sophie and you both said the aim is to get top four. Minimum requirement was Europa. I didn't say that. I don't know what you're talking about there. Maybe you oh, might have yeah, said that. Yeah, Lee, oh, listen, oh, right, you did, did you? Know, did you? Okay. I did say that. But she's you know done. I mean? Listen, a couple of weeks ago, if we'd have lost to Chelsea, if we'd have lost to Chelsea and lost to um, West Ham, we'd be in the conference, guys. You know what I mean? Which one have been weren't acceptable, like you know what I mean? We got Europa. Am I happy with Europa League? No, I'm not. No, nah, not me. Thursdays and Sundays. No thanks. No, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I'll take it over. I'll take I'll take a bit of European football over nothing. Because at the yeah, end of the day, yeah. we've had 30, how many games we played this season? 30 38 league games, one FA Cup game, 39, five or six. Played about 40 games, yeah. 42 you know games. I mean? no, for, for Arsenal Football Club, that ain't good enough. 40 no. games. It ain't good enough at all. Uh, I like this one, Nathan, um, top man. Until the fans stop accepting mediocrity and start saying it how it is, nothing will ever change. All these super fans that stick up for the football club all the time are holding the club back. We are a big club. That is Hallelujah. such a good super chat. Somebody talking super absolute yeah. sense. Don't Thank accept God. it no more, lads and lasses. Don't accept the fact that we're... we're we're doing all right with 13 losses. That's absolute bullshit. We, we are a big club. We're the biggest club in London, fan base-wise, with the most trophies. Chelsea are catching us up rapid, but with the most trophies. We should not be accepting, as Arsenal fans, this shit anymore. It's not good enough. We've got to start putting some pressure on these people at the top and, and telling them how it is. They've been getting away 100%. with this for 14, 15 years. It ain't good enough. 
just quickly before we go, like, just put what is success next season? What's failure? Are you asking me and Russ that? Or? Yeah, I'm asking that. Um, success for me would be to, in my opinion, I, I demand the best. So success for me would be a minimum of Champions League qualification. Minimum. Minimum for me is a trophy. I've got to have a trophy on the, on the cabinet. In the cabinet. I think, as much as I agree with that, Russ, and we all love trophies, I think for what we need, and I'm not going to say actually because I want a trophy, but uh, what I'm getting at is I think where we're at, we have, have dropped, but where we have, but uh, it's fourth and a, and a trophy next year. Yeah, and I think you're right. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I'll tell you what, fourth in the Europa League. There you go. That'll do me. Fourth in the Europa League. I'll tell you what, if he doesn't win the, I'm going to say this now, right? If he doesn't, if Arsenal don't win the Europa League next season, he doesn't deserve to be there. No. If we get top four, you would? Do you think? If you got top I four, that's what I was getting squad, at. So. With a squad, Leon, Dan, I don't think, I think it'd be no one impossible to get top four and win the Europa Oh, 100% League. agree. That's what I mean. Squad, that's why I think you'll be failing, squad, mate, already. The squad, the squad needs eight to 12 more players in it. Yeah. It does because so, I, I think top four and a tro- top four and a trophy is realistic to be have, to have as an aim because it's going to be yeah. difficult next season. It's just ridiculous yeah. now. It really is ridiculous now. So there we go, guys. Um, we'll end it there. Uh, thank you all so so much for your contribution. Oh, thank you. Oh, really was wasn't it, mate? Um, thank you all so much for your super chats as well. They were great, great stuff. Great interaction. Chat was buzzing. Um, what nearly eighteen hundred of you? One thousand eight hundred people tonight. Absolutely brilliant watching live. Great, great stuff. My thanks to Russ, my thanks to Lee, my thanks to all of you for listening here live and of course on the audio. We'll be back for some Everton stuff and we'll be back for some end of season review uh, podcasts and content. Uh, Until then, we see you next time and up the Arsenal guys. Take care.